nothing can separate you from Christ. Nothing can take you off the pathway to healing. This is the Bible Speaks to You podcast, episode 177. Today's topic, you are on the pathway to healing. You're listening to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. I'm James Early, your host, and this is the place to be to rediscover the original Christianity of Jesus. Each week, we talk about how Jesus wanted us to think and act and pray and live our daily lives. And we dig down into the mindset of Jesus to discover how we can think and act like he did. The goal is to experience more of Jesus' promise that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hey there, and welcome again to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. I am so grateful that you've tuned in today. And while you're listening to this episode, Would you please think of someone that you could share it with? Today's message may be just what someone you know needs to hear. I've got a question for you. Have you ever felt like you were a long way off from getting an answer to your prayers? Maybe you've been praying for a long time about a resolution to a challenge of some sort. Maybe you've been praying for guidance in making an important choice, or maybe you've been praying for healing either physical or emotional, in your own life or for a friend. Sometimes when we don't get an answer to our prayers right away, it's tempting to wish Jesus was here and we could just walk up to him and ask him to heal us, solve our problems, or guide us to make the right decision. But over the years, I've been seeing a little more clearly that even though Jesus is not physically present with us today as he was 2,000 years ago, The spiritual presence of Christ is always with us. The truths Jesus taught are still true and still here, and the Holy Spirit is here to guide us. So that means God's healing, directing, and protecting power is just as present and capable now as it always has been. Unfortunately, there are a lot of folks who believe God doesn't heal today like he did in the Bible or some other period in history. If you're looking for healing in your life, and there are lots of ways healing comes to us, but I'm talking about the spiritual transformation that comes as a result of God's presence in our lives. If you're looking for this spiritual approach to healing, I've got some really good news. You are not so far away from healing as it might seem on the surface. In fact, You are this very moment on the pathway to healing. It's not so much about where you are on this path, but the fact that you are on it. And it's not a path you have constructed or carved out in uncharted territory. It's actually the path God has created for Christ to come to you. All too often we think of a path that leads us somewhere. And Jesus even refers to himself as the way to come to God. This is in John fourteen six. Jesus said to someone, 
I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. But a pathway goes in both directions. When you are in the way or pathway of Christ, wherever that is, Christ is also coming to you to find you, to help you, to heal you. Jesus uses the image of a man leaving his 99 sheep to look for his one lost sheep to illustrate how the Christ follows the path God has created, which leads directly to where the lost sheep is, no matter how far it may have strayed. That's from Luke 15, verse 4. Now, I'm going to repeat this idea. You are on the pathway to healing the pathway of wholeness right now. Through all your prayers and efforts to follow Christ, to be more obedient to God, and to focus on things of the Spirit, you're becoming more aware of Christ's presence. But Christ is also seeking you, just as a shepherd searches for his sheep. Now, when I talk about the pathway of healing, I'm not talking about a geographical or topographical path. The idea of a path is really a metaphor for the spiritual journey taking place in your heart. Think of how Jesus encountered people as he was walking from one place to another. Was it just by random coincidence that he met people who needed healing? Or Was Jesus going exactly where God directed him, bringing him to people whose hearts were receptive to Jesus' message and in need of healing? Once word got out that Jesus was healing people, there were many times when people went looking for him, found him, and were healed. But is that all that was going on? Yes, folks were looking for Jesus, but God was guiding Jesus to be in a place where he could be found. Jesus made it clear that he didn't do anything unless directed by the Father. This is in John 5, 19. He says, Very truly, I tell you, the Son, referring to himself, can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his Father doing, because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. In other words, Jesus only went where God told him to. To the people who wanted to be healed, they thought they were looking for Jesus. But from Jesus' point of view, he was looking for them, and he knew where to find them because he listened for where God wanted him to be at any given moment. Let's look at a few examples. One time, Jesus said to his disciples, this is Mark Chapter 1, verses 38 through 42. We must go on to other towns as well, and I will preach to them too. That is why I came. So he traveled throughout the region of Galilee, preaching in the synagogues and casting out demons. So here comes the example I'm talking about. Verse 40 A man with leprosy came and knelt in front of Jesus, begging to be healed. If you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean, he said. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said. Be healed. Instantly, the leprosy disappeared and the man was healed. Why did Jesus go to other towns? 
basically because that was the purpose God gave him to preach the gospel of the kingdom. Why did he go to those particular towns right then? Because that's what God told him to do. Apparently, news of Jesus healing people got to those towns before he did because when the leper comes to Jesus for healing, he affirmed his faith that Jesus could heal him. He must have heard about Jesus. He was a man with faith that Jesus could heal him, who, once he knew Jesus was in town, searched for him. But from a broader perspective, God had directed Jesus to this man and to all the others in these towns who were healed. Jesus found them all on the pathway to healing. Sometimes instead of a person coming to Jesus, Jesus reached out to someone first. Remember the woman who was bent over for 18 years and couldn't stand up straight? This is in Luke chapter 13, verses 10 through 14. One Sabbath day, as Jesus was teaching in a synagogue, he saw a woman who had been crippled by an evil spirit. She had been bent double for 18 years and was unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Dear woman, you are healed of your sickness. Then he touched her, and instantly she could stand up straight. How she praised God. The Bible doesn't say this woman was looking for Jesus or asking for healing. She was just standing there. Maybe she was listening to him. Maybe she wasn't. It's not clear. But what is clear is that Jesus was there where she was for the explicit reason to heal her. How do we know this? Because, as I've already mentioned, Jesus only did and said what God told him to. He only went where God told him to. He was in the right place at the right time because he was listening to God's instructions. And whether the woman knew it or not at the time, God had brought her to this very spot at just the right time as well. God had put her in the pathway to healing, and that's exactly where Jesus found her. There are a lot more examples in the Bible of people being in the pathway to healing, searching for Jesus, or being found by Jesus, or a combination of both. And here's one of my favorites. This is the story about a blind man named Bartimaeus. This is in Mark 10, 46-52. Jesus and his disciples came to Jericho. They were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Bartimaeus was literally sitting along the pathway when he heard a crowd passing by When he found out it was Jesus, he instantly cried out for help. Bartimaeus didn't know Jesus would be coming that way, 
But he must have known about Jesus or he wouldn't have called out with such conviction that he could be healed. Once again, Jesus was on the pathway to healing right when and where God told him to be there. Jesus found the place where Bartimaeus was. Bartimaeus was on the pathway to healing, and that's exactly where Jesus found him. Bartimaeus knew about Jesus and had faith he could be healed. This receptivity to the healing power of Christ in Bartimaeus' heart was what jumped up to embrace the opportunity to ask Jesus to heal him. So what do these Bible stories have to do with you and me? Have you ever been searching for healing? In effect, been on the pathway to healing, looking for Christ to heal you? Sometimes this is what happens. We search for and find Christ and we're healed. Sometimes, though, it seems we're waiting and waiting, searching, walking, going up and down, trying every bend and turn in the pathway to healing, and we still haven't found an answer to our needs. But as I said earlier, even though Jesus is not here physically with us, the Spirit of Christ is present and on the pathway to healing in our hearts. The beautiful thing is that Christ finds you wherever you are, geographically, environmentally, physically, socially, financially, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. You cannot hide from Christ. Christ knows all the places, actions, and attitudes where you think you might hide. Wherever you are, you are on the pathway to healing. Christ, the Good Shepherd, is coming to meet you and bring healing. There is always a direct line between you and Christ. Now, this is really just a metaphor because there is actually no distance between you and Christ. Paul assures us of this when he says that nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. And that means we can't be separated from the presence of Christ. This is Romans 8, 35 and 36, 38 and 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That pretty much covers everything, doesn't it? We may feel separated from Christ. We may feel far from God. It might be because of things we've done or things that have happened to us, but nothing can separate you from Christ. Nothing can take you off the pathway to healing. Now, this probably doesn't apply to you, but I've talked to some folks who at one point in their lives felt like they turned their back on God. They tried to quit following Christ and gave up on being healed. But somehow, over time, Christ, the Good Shepherd, came to them, nurtured them, comforted them, and brought healing to the heart and mind and body. Even though they thought they were no longer on the pathway to healing, they were still on it, and Christ was coming to find them on that same pathway to healing. 
wherever you are, whatever your circumstances, whatever your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual state, you are on the pathway to healing and Christ is coming to you, finding you, encouraging you, strengthening you, and bringing healing to you, whether you know it or not, whether you believe it or not. Can you think of anyone in the Bible who was on the pathway to healing but didn't know it? The person I'm thinking of is Saul. He was on the road to Damascus with the intention to arrest followers of Jesus and bring them back to Jerusalem. He thought he was on the pathway of destruction, the road to wipe out this upstart group of Jews who believed Jesus was the Messiah. But actually, and of course he had no clue until it happened, he was on the pathway to healing, healing on many different levels. Christ was waiting for him, so to speak, on this road to healing, and met him exactly where he was in his hatred and ignorance of who Jesus was and what Jesus meant to the world. In a very short period of time, just a few days really, Saul made a complete shift in his attitudes. His ignorance, hatred, fear, and self-righteousness, just to name a few of the things he was dealing with, were healed. After fasting for three days and through Ananias' prayers, Saul was healed of blindness, physical blindness, but also spiritual blindness to Christ. I find this very encouraging in many ways. You may think you've been off the pathway to healing, or may know someone who is living a lifestyle or having attitudes which are the exact opposite of striving to follow Christ in search for healing. You may feel like you've been on the pathway to healing forever, always, and still searching for healing but not finding it, tempted to give up. But whatever your situation, regardless of what it seems like to you, you are on the pathway to healing. You always have been and always will be. Now you may be thinking, James, how can you say that? I've tried so hard and I still haven't found healing. Maybe what we really need is a fresh definition of what healing is. All too often we formulate in our minds what a particular healing looks like. We cherish this preconception, and if the healing appears in some different manner, we may miss it. Healing occurs in your thinking. Every time a spiritual thought replaces a material one, every time you become just a little more spiritually minded and focused, healing is taking place. Every time you have a moral victory, even a little one like not getting angry with someone, this is evidence of healing in your life. Every time you express more humility or love, healing is taking place. You are always on the road to healing because Christ is always coming to you. And why is this so? Because, as Jesus constantly proclaims in word and deed, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, is at hand. It's near, and it's within us. That's in Matthew 4.17 and Luke 17.21. This is why you're always on the pathway to healing, the pathway to wholeness, because 
you are present in the kingdom of heaven, and the kingdom of heaven is present in you. In the kingdom of heaven, you are at this very moment spiritually whole and complete. Focus on this great spiritual fact and dwell there. Take a little break from trying to solve whatever you think your problems are. Let Christ reveal your presence in heaven. Christ is always coming to you, is always present with you, revealing and proclaiming your oneness with God, your birthright of wholeness as a child of God. So no matter what the circumstances you find yourself in, whether they're positive or negative, from your perspective, from the perspective of what's true about you in the kingdom of heaven, you are always whole, harmonious, loving, and complete in the presence of the healing Christ. Christ is meeting you wherever you are, or rather wherever you think you are, and revealing to you where you truly are the pathway of healing, the pathway of your wholeness. Christ is revealing your presence in the kingdom of heaven. And that's why you are always on the pathway of healing. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here today. If you know someone who would enjoy today's episode, please share it with them. If you have any questions or comments about some of the ideas in this episode or anything about the Bible, I would love to hear from you. And if you're searching for healing and need a little extra encouragement, please reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. The best way to get a hold of me is through my website, thebiblespeakstoyou.com. Just click on the contact tab in the menu bar and I'll be in touch. I can't wait to hear from you. If you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast on the website, I encourage you to do so. Go to thebiblespeakstoyou.com and click on the subscribe tab in the menu bar. Fill out the form and you're all set. And when you sign up, I'll send you a special prayer guide I put together called Praying with the Mindset of Jesus. As always, all the Bible quotes in today's episode will be in the show notes on the website. Go to thebiblespeakstoyou.com forward slash 177. This is episode 177. And if you're listening on a podcast app, that link will be in the description. I want to thank you again for being here and listening today and for all the ways that you have been supportive of the podcast. I deeply, deeply appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's it for this week. I'm James Early with the Bible Speaks to You podcast. Have a great week. Take care and we'll see you next time. God bless.